Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 888. The secret of change is to focus your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in all the way from Germany, Jerome Van Gool. Hey, Jerome, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready to go. Thank you very much for having me. All right. And it's going to be a smooth ride, I think, today. You'll understand why in just a minute. Jerome Van Gool entered the suspension industry in 1990, and since then he has owned several notable racing damper companies before he and his group founded Motion Control Suspensions in 2011, headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. Born in the Netherlands, Jerome has been surrounded by racing cars since his childhood. When he dreamed of being involved in the GT endurance and touring cars, he watched race. Numerous professional races have been won on Jerome's work, including the FIA GT and FIA Sports Car Championships, FIA ETCC and FIA WTCC Championships, Grand Am World Challenge Championships, and numerous national GT touring and club racing events. With roots in racing, MCS products excel in all environments from enthusiastic street driving to autocross, track days, club racing, and far beyond. So, Jerome, I have told our listeners just a little bit about your company and what you do. Would you take a moment to share a little bit more about your career and, of course, a very obvious passion for automobiles? Sure. Actually, you know, it's uh, I've always been a car nut, and the only thing I actually remember from my youth was, you know, cars. <laughs> I, you know, even from kindergarten, the only thing I remember is it's cars, the diecast models and so on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... My parents always asked me, what do you want to become later on when you grow up? And I always said, I don't know, but something in motorsport, that's one thing I knew. <laughs> and it didn't have to be in suspension or anything. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't have to be a driver, uh, but something technical. Basically, what happened is when I finished school, I had a Saturday job, and that was bringing packages to companies on a Saturday. Just It was a, a little job to make some money and when i finished school i had to do that one more time and they handed me a package and i had to bring it to a company um, in holland and that turned out to be a small suspension company and they were in racing suspensions and outside there was a little ferrari so i thought wow that's interesting and i got to talk to the guys and i said you know i just finished school i would like you know, to be involved in motorsports, um, maybe you could offer me a job. Mm -hmm. And actually, that happened. You know, they were looking for somebody. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so that's basically I, how I started in the suspension industry. It was more coincident than wisdom, but, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I worked there for about three years, and they did all kinds of stuff, motocross and rally and, and street cars and, and road racing and everything. I learned a lot and then, you know, after a couple of years, decided uh, when they, yeah, it's a long story, but they basically, <laughs> <laughs> they basically had to close the shop. So we decided to create a new company and 
that was me and two other partners. So we founded JRZ and then we run that. And then later on in 98, that also came to an end, um, not because it was running bad, but there were some issues with some other partners. So mm-hmm. at that point, I decided to leave them, wanted to look for maybe another job, but soon realized it needed to be something in motorsports and then started again in shocks. So started a company called Moton Suspension. That was in 1999. Basically run that till 2011. Um, then it was purchased by another company. And then with the team I worked with for a long time, we founded Motion Control Suspension in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's where we are now. Wow. Well, what a fortuitous thing for you to be delivering packages and just happen to land on the doorstep of a company that started and launched your career. Uh, Wow, what an interesting journey. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about this journey as we walk through your life. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So, Jerome, take the wheel. Okay. Well, the one mantra I always liked, and that's one from Socrates, and it says, the secret of change is to focus your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Ah. And, you know, in my situation, that helped me always a lot. Basically, I started three shock companies in my life. Literally, I had to start them from scratch, you know, mm-hmm. so basically lost everything and started all over again. And I, I learned, you know, a lot of it because everything happens with a reason and you start to analyze, you know, what really happened here and you try to learn from it. But then you also need to focus on something new and continue and not stay in the old because then if you keep thinking, you know, what happened and this and that, then you will never make a step forward. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. So so this this always helped me a lot. It's important to keep focused on the new and then new things will come, you know, and yeah, that's important. Well, especially in the automotive industry, because everything is moving at lightning speeds when it comes to things being new, things being evolving and things being created. And uh, that Socrates guy, he was pretty sharp for way back then, wasn't he? <laughs> I think he knew what he was talking about. Right. Well, let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you're a car guy? You talked about remembering loving cars all the way back to kindergarten, but is there one moment in time you can think back to when you were a kid that really sticks in your mind? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I I was always watching motorsports on TV. That was the only thing what interested me. So I I watched Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, and so on. Then I really like nice cars, you know, sports cars, Ferraris, Porsches, and so on. Oh, yeah. I would love to uh, have a ride in them. I, I, I was too young, you know, without a driver's license, so you couldn't ride them. But I was thinking, how can I do that, you know, get in those cars? And <laughs> if, what, what I did, and, and maybe I was 12 years old or so, on a Sunday, I just go standing next to a road and started hitchhiking. But I only hitchhike, you for know, the good when cars. nice cars. <laughs> for the good cars. There right. you go. So, right. So that helped me quite a bit to get into some nice cars. Well, there's you know? a cool trick for you guys out there. Yeah, if you want to jump into a cool car. Well, you know, the other thing I found is if you go to car shows, lots of time the people with the cool cars will actually give you a ride in their car. So very different when, from when, you're in a chi- when you were a child. Probably not too many car shows going on. Right, right. Well, 
I remember one event, and that was a Ferrari Porsche challenge thing going on in Holland. Mm. So I, I went over there to watch, and I got to learn some Belgian people. And actually, it were two ladies huh? and one guy. And the two ladies were driving a, a 911 Porsche Turbo. Ooh. Both green, identical cars, and the guy had a 308 Ferrari with him. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, really nice to get to learn them. And um, basically, I asked them, you know, for a ride when they went back to Belgium. And they said, you know, do you have to get back? Do you have to go, <laughs> go to, to Belgium? Belgium? I said, but I just want to ride the car with you, you know. I just want to ride. I'll figure out how to get home later. <laughs> right, exactly. So, and that was fantastic. Oh, you know, my I, gosh. I you're a clever yeah, guy, so. Jerome. That is very cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't need well, to go to Belgium. I just want to ride in your car. So I'll just jump in and <laughs> be the co-pilot. Very cool story. Well, what I'd love to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. You talked about three different companies you've owned. Some of those you've been in and then they've closed and you've started another one and another one. You certainly are a fortuitous guy, or I should say you're a very um, tenacious guy to keep starting your businesses. But could you tell us about a big failure or a big challenge that you've faced along the way and kind of walk us through that and tell us how that helped you gain momentum to go forward with the next one? Okay, well, there has been uh, several challenges in my life. One thing what I remember was uh, when I founded the company Moton in 1999, basically what happened that was that one of our first, I worked with him in the past, with Alex Job um, in the Porsche. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, in, in the, with the 993s. Mm-hmm. But then when I founded Moton, Alex um, received a 996 car from which run the Le Mans car, the 24-hour of Le Mans. Ooh. Porsche had two 996 cars at Le Mans, and one car was shipped to Alex, and one car stayed in Europe. Actually, what happened is that uh, Alex gave me the chance to build him a set of shocks and, you know, he would test it. So I went back home, built a set for him, um, went to Laguna Seca, we put it on the car. He really liked it. So he ran it again in Vegas. um, And then that was all in 1999. And then in 2000 at Daytona, all the customer cars would be delivered, the 996 cars. So, and, and I knew they would have some trouble with the suspension because I've seen what the difference was if you put a different suspension on our suspension. So I already uh, made like maybe five or ten sets in front, send them over there for the test days. And basically we sold them all over there, put them on the cars. Everybody liked them. So what happened next is that uh, in Europe in 2000 with the 24 hour of Le Mans, people found out and everybody wanted to run my dampers. Mm. Um, at the 24 hour of Le Mans so you know you, you, you should know that at that time it, the company was just me oh was just me. One, a one man oh okay just one. I see growing <laughs> that, pains is where we're going here right right so it, it was me in Holland and then Lex Lex Carson um, he was you know I got to know him and we could go along very well. He was involved with JRZ before a little bit, but he was going to run the show for us in, in the U.S. But I had to go to Le Mans. I think in the first year, I had about 10 or 15 cars running our product. And then, you know, just like two weeks before the race, uh, it turned out that there was a technical problem. Um, somebody or two teams called that there was something leaking in the front shocks. So 
you know, I was really worried about it because if, with a new shock company and oh, yeah. <laughs> having 15 cars over there at the 24-hour Le Mans, you right. don't want, want to run into trouble. No. So, and I had, you know, less than a week to fix the problem. So, basically, I got the shock back, took it apart, analyzed it, and I think I found a problem. There was a seal problem. Mm. Got to talk to the supplier of the seals. And then, okay, we said, okay, let's let's get a different seal. And... Basically, what I did is um, I got my toolbox, went to Le Mans, asked all the teams to take the shocks off, you know, before the yeah. race. Yeah, so you could fix them, yeah. Right, fix them, change the seals and so on. And everything was perfect. Nobody ran in a, in a problem and so on. So that I was oh, really happy with that. Oh, man. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, Pressure. It <laughs> right, right, right. But the important thing for me was that at least I was open with it with the customers i try we try to solve it we found a problem right we just told it to the customers and they appreciated it they appreciated i came to le mans i had a working bench over there from one of the teams you know got the shocks in fixed it and that was good you know that's oh uh, my gosh i can't imagine the pressure that was on you when that that first shock we got a problem this is leaking it's like what mm -hmm. oh my right. goodness wow <laughs> well you know there's a great lesson here and you you shared it with us and that is be upfront clear communication honest with your customers when there's an issue jump right in grab your toolbox go to Lamar, fix the problem and uh then everything should be okay oh my gosh i can't imagine the pressures that were on you then well, well let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum i'd love for you to share what i call a career aha moment i kind of think you've had a couple of those because of the different transitions into the different companies that you've built what's your aha moment yeah, it's uh, like you said, yeah, there's, there's several aha moments, um, but, you know, maybe this one is more product related, but mm -hmm. I, I found out fairly quick, I think that, you know, there's a difference between professional drivers and gentleman drivers, mm. and it's important that the gentleman driver is comfortable with your product and the professional driver will be quick anyhow. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, I remember one day, and that was in the early days too, that we were testing in Phoenix, Arizona, and that was with General Motors in Trans Am with Ron Fellows. Oh, yeah. Ron's been a guest here on Cars, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, it, it, this is a long time ago. This is maybe, I don't know, 96, 97 or mm -hmm. so. But basically, my job was to... Uh, for three days, you know, take the shocks apart, put different valvings in, and he would test them, you know, just see what the difference was. Right. And it was incredible, you know, just changing one little valve in the thing and letting go out, and he would feel everything. I, I was amazed that, that the littlest change, he would feel that. Yeah. So after three days of testing, I thought, you know... I'm not going to change anything, but <laughs> just do. If I change something, I, I, I just want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. So they put the shocks on the car, and he went out, and he came back. He said, no change, nothing uh, changed. So, you can trick I Ron. Mean, He's a very technical no, no. driver. I mean, that guy, he knows what's going on. Isn't that incredible that little changes it's, like that can be felt by professionals? I mean, it's just amazing to me. It's incredible. It's really, I, it, it, that, that really impressed me, and I never forget that part. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, you know, sometimes you test with more gentleman drivers, and you make big changes and you do everything and they don't feel anything, right. you know? Yeah. And of course, I mean, that's, you know, it, it's, 
some people race because they have fun and they like it. And we can't all be professional drivers. But what I understood is, you know, um, I need to change the product a little bit that the gentleman driver is comfortable with the car to drive it. There's no snappy things in it. It's easy for him. Yes. The steps are a little bigger. So if you do an adjustment, the steps are a little bigger. So they feel a difference, you know, mm-hmm. make sure it's always drivable. The car is safe. It's good for the material. So... Wow, that is amazing. What a cool story. Yeah, Ron's a great guy. He was a guest, uh, uh, I think, a couple of years ago here on Cars. Yeah, so I'll have to let him know that uh, you talked about him in this show. Okay. Well, I would, as- I would assume you've had many proud moments in your career, but is there one that stands out you would share with us? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as a small company, later on at Moton, at Moton we started to work with... Uh, with a, a private team and with BMWs, first with the E46, and that was in the European Touring Car Championship. And this was with RBM, Racing Bart Mampai, a Belgian private team. And it, it, it was sponsored more or less by, by BMW Great Britain. And, you know, we were doing the shocks on that car, and he won the European Touring Car Championship, which was great. Yes. And then the following year, we started to do the World Touring Car Championship. So he won that in 95, and he won it in 96, and he won it in 97. And that was all with our product on, my product on. Wow. And, you know, what, what I like is, you know, you had the factory teams, you got all the big efforts and so on. And we as a small private team could be the big guys, you know. Yeah. For me, that was a proud moment. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it should be. Congratulations to you and the team for what you guys did there. Love E46 M3s. I've got one myself course street car not a race car but they're just wonderful cars uh, in so many ways but wow what an achievement well kudos to you well again let's have a little bit of fun and go back into your timeline and talk about your first really special car that car that you got that had some meaning to you is there one that stands out well there is one yes and that's my gold gti that was a nice one yeah (laughs) i love the golf gti yeah Okay, right, right, yeah. This was a 76 model. Uh-huh. It was black. Uh, I just changed, the, the exhaust was changed on it, and the suspension was lowered a little, and I had a Fittipaldi steering wheel in it, but it was just a great car, you know. Oh, that, yeah. That. Yeah, I love those. I had a, a 79 Scirocco was the first new oh. car I ever bought. I was in college in kind of a GTI-esque car, although a little heavier, I think. But those Volkswagens are great. My wife had a Jetta GLI. Okay. Gosh, we had that car for 10 years. But uh, I love those little Golfs. They're just they're awesome cars, especially the yeah. European models. And then, of course, they got into that R model, which was awesome as well. So right, right, very, right. very cool. Well, how about a car you've let go? Is there a seller's remorse story, a car you wish you had back in your garage? Um, basically it, it would be the same car and you know that this car really this car it, it always gave me a lot of trouble because it break down all the time because mm-hmm. um, but but I had a lot of fun with it I remember one time I had to go to Italy to Rimini um, to Misano a small racetrack over there so I thought okay I'll, I'll take the golf this gives me a chance to drive it in the in the Alps a bit and do some passes yeah. You know, yeah. on the mountains, and I always like the backfire of the exhaust in it. So, <laughs> yeah. so I got to play with it a bit, and then drove all the way to Rimini. It's about I don't know nine hundred thousand mile drive, mm-hmm. and then when that was finished, the test, I got back, and then close to Milan, the the light of the battery switched on, and basically it turned out that the alternator was gone. Oh. So I pulled off 
pulled off the highway and I went into a, a small town just before Milan. And just before a small workshop, my car stopped. Oh. And, but this was late in the evening, and but the light was still burning on the inside. So I went in and it was a specialty shop um, for Lancia Integralis Deltas. Oh, cool. And that was really cool, yeah. So I got to talk with the guy and he said, you know, I'll, I'll fix your car in the morning, but I need a new alternator. I can do that, but let me bring you to the hotel and then... Uh, Oh man! Go over it. <laughs> that was so, that was lucky. Yeah, that was lucky. So, and I got to ride in his Integrale, you know. Oh. So or he he drove me over. So that was really nice. And uh, so in the morning, um, he got to work on it. Then at the end of the day, the thing was finished. Um, so even better. Yeah. Well, gosh, what a great place to stop. So. Oh, what fun. What fun. Well, let's talk about today and going forward. I'd love for you to share what kind of projects and things you're working on there at Motion Control Suspension to let our listeners know what you're doing. But what has you excited and fired up today? Yes. Okay. You know, at Motion Control, we have uh, some very nice, exciting projects going on. Also, product-wise, you know, if, if, if like two years ago, we launched our two-way non-remote damper. It's, it's, a, it's an two-way adjustable damper, quite a unique damping system. Mm-hmm. Everything is different inside. There's no valve stack and so on. So it's a really nice piece. Last year, we came with a new two-way and three-way damper. Basically, it's complete new reservoirs, also complete new design. And we have some really good results with those. Right now, what we just launched, and that's the project what excites me now, that's uh, for early 911 Porsches. You know, we always have customers who want us to build shocks for those car struts, but they have to send us the, the spindles, you know, and we have to strip the spindle, uh, put our body in it, weld it, um, go through the whole process. Right. And those spindles, it's, it's really, those donor spindles, it's really difficult to get to find them nowadays and they get expensive. So we said, okay, let's make our own and... So, fine, you know, we started to work on it. Now we got our own spindle and we can be really, you know, we can customate everything. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's it's a nice project. And it's opening a lot of doors worldwide in the Porsche world. So, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. a lot of interesting product projects are coming from this. Ah, very yeah. cool. I have a, a big following of Porsche listeners. I'm a big Porsche guy. I love the early Porsches as well. So that is very cool. And real quick, and we'll remind our listeners again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you? Uh, what's your website? Yeah, it's www.motioncontrolsuspension.com. So it's one big Long, one long name, but but that's it. Yes, very nice. Well, I'll make sure that is on Jerome's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Jerome. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? Well, okay, i tell you what I would be. <laughs> and <laughs> um, in 2005, we decided with a group of guys to make a trip from Holland to Africa. Ooh. Yeah, so we decided, you know, just for fun, do some stages from Paris-Dakar. We even had some guys driving with us who did the real rally. But uh-huh. but we were not going to do this in speed, just keep it ch- cheap and just have fun. So yeah. basically what I bought was a $5,000 Land Rover Discovery. Ah, the thing cool. was, <laughs> And the thing was, uh, you know, I don't know how, remember how old it was, but it had 200,000 miles on it. And oh, my gosh. So... 
So we drove to it to Africa. We did like six, seven thousand miles, and I was really impressed by that car. You know, it wow. it fired up every morning. It really got beaten. You know, we had hundred and hundred miles driving over rocks, and then be in the desert. You know, and yeah. you know the the temperature and everything, and it was incredible. So, so that's what Jerome is. <laughs> Ah, uh, it, it was just amazing, you know. The thing fired up in the morning; it just it did its job, and then in the evening it didn't complain, and in the morning it did the same thing, you know. <laughs> and that's that's a guy, that's an entrepreneur named Jerome that just plows on through all the things that happen. I like that. Very nicely okay. said. Sounds like a wonderful trip too. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, Jerome, up next is the last a lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, uh, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Okay, Jerome, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? This is maybe not automotive, but it is listen to your customers. 
quickly why. I have my friend. He is in Don, uh, Don in Thailand. And he called me one day. He said, you know, he bought some sets for me. He said, in Thailand, people think we still drive elephants here, but <laughs> things are changing, <laughs> you know. So he said, I, I, I think you should come over, buy a ticket and come, you know, and then I'll show you what's going on here. So I said, okay, Don, I'll do that. I'll buy a ticket. So I flew over there and I was amazed, you know, what yeah. was going on. And nobody was really taking care of that market. And it's a huge market. It's a beautiful country. They have nice races. They've got beautiful cars. And it's just on the other side of the world. But it's uh, that that was a good advice, you know. Yes. So I always try to listen yeah. to the customers, what they think, you know, where you should be. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, massively important for sure. Now, how about a personal habit? Do you have a personal habit you believe has helped contribute to your successes over the years? Yeah, it's uh, it's not trying to sell something. Of course, you want to sell something, but really, I always wanted to help the customer, you know, mm. what's your problem with the car and try to make a solution for it. And that made me sell dampers. So I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> now, how about a resource? There are lots of great resources these days, including your website, I know. Is there one that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I like endurance and I like GT races. I like touring car races, but I must say I have a really a weak po- a spot for the old Group B rally cars. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, I had a chance in the past to visit Lancia or Abbott, you know, with the Integralis, the factory and so on. And the, the Facebook site, with it, which I really like, it's Group B Rally number one. And it's got videos and pictures with all those Group B cars, you know, the, the Deltas and the Audi Quattros and, the, yes. you know, all the nice cars. So. Yeah, yeah. I had John Campion as a guest here on the show a little over a year ago. He has a marvelous collection of classic vintage groupie rally cars. And he's actually oh, gone to rally driving school and he's going to start competing in those cars as well in a vintage group. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely, if uh, those listeners out there love groupie, uh, check out John Campion's show on the Cars Yeah website. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Yeah, for me, yes. that would be one of the Group B drivers, <laughs> and that would be Michelle Mouton. Mouton she, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, you know, She's, she was yeah, amazing lady. Yeah, amazing, and she also won Pikes Peak, you know, in the past, and it's it's amazing that in, in rally, I think that never after her. There was no more lady, you know, doing the same thing, what she could, and it was really impressive. Yeah, Yeah, she is one of a kind, that's for sure. Now, Jerome, is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? I must admit, I'm not a big book reader, Uh, especially I have difficulties to read something from cover to cover. But, you know, the the two books I have here and which I like because they are basic and it's, it's to the point, it's, you know, those Carol Smith books. Oh, to yes. win an engineer to win. Yes, yeah, yeah those are yeah. great books. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I got those. And some, once in a while, I look into them. But yeah. it's uh, I like it. It's simple. And it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are yeah. great books. Yeah, they sit on my shelf as well. I've heard many other guests recommend those. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources on the Cars Yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com. Type Jerome Van Gool. That's two words, V-A-N, and then the second last name is G-O-O-L, into the search bar, and Jerome's page will pop right up with all these cool and great resources. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Jerome. Today, I'm going to buy you something very cool. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car, classic race car, vintage car, whatever it is. Don't worry about the cost. I'm buying. What would that car be and why? 
Okay. It's going to be an Italian car. And okay. <laughs> what I like about Italy, it's the passion. It's the, it's the country, the, the music, the language, the people, the cars, the, you know, everything fits together. It's one, one piece of art. And I think the same about the cars, you know. I like the Lancias. I like the Integrales. I like the Stratos. I like the, the O37, the Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. I also like the Ferraris, <laughs> you know, the F40 and the 288 GTO. Oh, yeah. But if I had to make a choice, I, I would go for one of those Lancias, you know. that's uh, It's pure and it, it's different and there's a lot of passion in it. And they... Yeah, that's what well, I would let's, think. Well, let's narrow it down a little bit because I got to go shopping. I have to know exactly what to buy. So which of those Lancias, if you had to pick one today, would it be? Okay. I would buy the Lancia 037, the Monte Carlo. Oh. Monte Carlo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, nice. Well, I'll get to work on that for you and uh, see what I can do <laughs> for you. That would be pretty darn cool for sure. I think you'd have a big smile on your face driving through the the Italian <laughs> Alps in that car, for sure. Oh, Jerome, absolutely. you have taken us on a great ride today, a smooth ride today. I knew you would. I told our listeners at the beginning of our talk, uh, because of your marvelous company and uh, what you guys design and, and produce for cars, I've really enjoyed learning more about you, and I want to thank you for calling in today all the way from Germany. That's pretty cool. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you could offer us before you rip off into the sunset in that Lancia 037 in Monte Carlo? <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, try to keep things simple. It's, uh, there's a commercial here on, here on TV. It's from Skoda and Skoda is a daughter from Volkswagen. Yes. And their, their line is simply clever. Skoda, simply clever. And I like that. Keep things, you know, be clever, but keep it simple. I like that. Yeah. Very, very nice. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and your company? Yes. Just go to our website, motioncontrolsuspension.com. Very nice. Well, listeners, again, you can find all these great links on Jerome's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. Jerome, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars yeah! listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, I had a great time, and uh, thanks. You're very welcome. Thank you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!